Welcome back, everyone, to the Whiskey House Pub House. After a almost year, dry year is what I think we're going to call it, because we definitely haven't done any any drinking, because otherwise we would have recorded it. Um, but we are back in action with the OG3. We have Carter. Hello. Dylan. We're back. And me, Zach. Today's episode... We got a bunch of collective stuff that we've kind of been acquiring really slowly for a while, and we're going to decipher which ones we want to go through first live. So what do you guys want to try? All of it. All of it we'll in to- one glass. Yep. Yum. I want you guys to try the log of one first. I think there's... Or maybe that's not a good idea to try the log of Probably first. not. Probably yeah. not. Yep. I think I, that we'll I, set that back. I would recommend the... Yeah, the Whatever that Jack Daniels is, followed by the Maker's Mark, followed the, by the Midwinters. Yeah, that's probably the best idea. I agree. I think let's let's pour something, whatever that we think the tamest is, and then I think after we get a little bit of that, we'll talk about it, and then we should start talking about like. It's definitely gonna go. Where have we been for the yeah. last? Yeah. Jack, eight, and then. But we, we definitely gotta have months. a glass in our hands while yeah. we're talking about agreed our, yeah. our past. So, um, obviously, hear. obviously, there's that. There's also Ooh. in my cabinet. Um, there is a 1792 12 year that we could try. There's also, which you probably already had, um, easy times that we have not had on the podcast. Yep. Yeah. That's just good. So, um, and there's also a few Texas whiskeys in there, but those are cast ranks. So that's probably later, but no Garrison brother ones or no, Oh no. Those are Texas whiskey festival. Those are the, I know what you're talking about. So I, I would say probably between the first, for the first one, the Jack Daniels bonded, early times or the seventeen ninety two. I'm gonna say Jack Daniels. Okay, that sounds like an appropriate one to return. Agree. And then I can talk about. Can we have Liquor Boy Jack for him Daniels for us? experience? <laughs> mm. Liquor Boy, would Liquor you mind? Boy! The so Liquor Boy. I'll take one of those glasses. It's out on there already. As in our time away, yeah, I was able to. The Jack. The Jack the, Daniels. The Jack, yeah. No. The, the one, one in the, the front. front. That one. <laughs> the one that says Jack Daniels. <laughs> I don't think Liquor Boy can read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Liquor Boy's up. <laughs> um, while we were on our break. There's been a lot happening. There's been a lot mm-hmm. happening. So I, I told Zach um, when I was getting this stuff together, the last date that we had um, in the recording was... October twenty fifth of last year. Mm-hmm. That's fine. What? What's the proof, right now, What's the proof on this? Hundred. It's, it's bonded. It's bonded. Oh, bo- oh yeah, bonded. Duh. So, in our in our hiatus, uh, me and my dad got the pleasure to go down to Kentucky. Wow. And to um, go to visit a lot of distilleries. Yep. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um. And while we were down there, we got to do some tours. Uh, one of them was the Jack Daniels Distillery in Tennessee. Um, we spent Sir Jack Daniels. Sir Jack Daniels. Um, we spent a little bit of time in Tennessee as well. Um, Jack Daniels was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Jack Daniels. The regular one being? The yeah, regular. Because we haven't really talked about this one yet. Not this one. Um and this is actually the same mash, mash bill. bill. Yep. It's, it's exactly the same. Yeah. Just proofed up. 
Okay. Um, so as still, old number seven. So this is still a Tennessee whiskey bonded in the style of bourbon, or is it just Tennessee? It's just Tennessee yeah. whiskey that's bonded. Yeah, okay. I think bonded is just a at the at, at this point at, it just at, refers to the process. Yeah, yeah. it's a region free yeah. denotation. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, it was really cool. The, the, the distillery was yeah amazing. The the thing that I didn't expect to find when I was down there was actually how like pretty it was because a lot of these distilleries have really beautiful like grounds Mm -hmm. yeah that they have um and jack daniels being one of the more you know pretty ones prominent yeah prominent Mm -hmm. and it's very beautiful in that area um and a lot of the buildings are really old and they're just still using them and they're still using some of, like, the original equipment and that kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's 100-plus years old. Yeah. You get to experience the history behind it as well as the operations. Yeah. I yep. figured stuff must not, like, rot down there like it does up here. Not it's really. just less, less humidity they're overall. They're not in the salt belt. Yeah. yeah literally. Well not, well, not just salt, but, yeah, like, like their wood doesn't get moist and then right. rot from within. And they, they don't have I – mean, they, they probably have critters, but, like, we have tons of, like, pest bugs up here that yeah. will eat anything. True. They don't have that as much down there. No, they don't really have that as much down there. They do have. It's not actually like a hindrance or anything, or like. A, but a lot of these distilleries have um, black, like fungus mm-hmm. that grows on the outside. Interesting of them, and the reason for that is because there's something in the alcohol vapors that attracts growth that, that, yeah it grows grow. this fungus yeah and it's all over the rick houses and it's all over the still houses as well and when we went to jim beam mm-hmm. which i'll get to um our tour guide said that that's how the police would track down bootleggers Interesting. Is they would know that there was a still in the area because there was black fungus on the trees yeah and then they would know to like search that area to, so to find a still. So just to clarify, we're not talking about black mole. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's something else. Oh, okay. It's completely something yeah. else. Can you like pick it off and eat it, and it tastes like alcohol? Or <laughs> no, I didn't want to do that. No, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> I mean, if the guy said it was safe, I probably would have. Yep. But I mean, it's like, uh... yeah, it's the distillery's version of paint chips falling off the wall. Kind of. <laughs> All right, let's drink this. Oh my God, there's so much here. In this it place. smells like regular. Uh, it smells Jack like Daniels to me. It smells like old number seven. There's hair in it. <laughs> what kind of hair? Yeah, just is it that. dog hair? No, it's not. Gooch Ew. hair. What do you think I do for a living? What? <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, it's. People's people, it's people hair. hair. Oh, oh, it's from it's from Brooklyn. I see. I see. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Exactly. Yeah, if you can just rinse oh. that, it's a good thing we started on the Jack we Daniels. Should, I should look at mine. I mean, no, I'm good. Yeah. Yep. I'm good too. Yep. Maybe I just, it must have been like yeah, one <laughs> or it, it came I off. Yeah, because you handed it to me, and I was like yeah. this, doing this. That's funny. Yeah, so for, for anyone that doesn't know, Brooklyn is a mortician, and he <laughs> scrubs, he, he shampoos people's hair before they die, he or really when they're dead, job. before the funeral. Um, and yeah, that's that's why he's got 
hair all over his hands. It was a good thing we started on Jack. Yeah. Yeah, good thing. Um, what is... Yeah. It was hair on, yeah, hair on his shirt. Hair on the shirt is more likely. No, it's fine. It's only hepatitis. In the hair? <laughs> My uncle had hepatitis. Yeah. How do you get hepatitis? What does that mean? No, it's because I got it. It's because you're cutting, you're cutting the hair with a razor, and then you get blood on the razor, and then the blood gets on the hair, and then the hair falls into the glass, and then you get hepatitis. Exactly. Did you want more um, Jack Just a Daniels little. in case it was tainted by the flavor of Just hair? A little bit. A little bit. Tainted by the flavor yeah. of not, hair. Not anywhere near as much, mm-hmm. but like the... Um, yeah. When I opened this, I wasn't very... How much was this bottle? I think it was... Thank you. Because I don't think it was that much. I've seen them... I think it was um, like 30-something, maybe 40 bucks. Okay, that's really, kind of yeah. what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Normal Jack Daniel bottles, what? Like You probably find 20? it for about 20 bucks somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it Normal. just... To be honest, it's just proofed up Jack to me. That's all it is. It's and 10% I, higher. But I... Well, yeah. I think it tastes a lot better, though. Oh, yeah. Like, mar- more than double the margin. Like, this is three times as good. It tastes way better than normal yeah. Jack. It's pleasant. Yeah. But when I first opened it and had that first, like, neck pour of mm. it, it was Have was, we had regular Jack Daniels on the podcast yet? Uh, I don't think I don't we know. have. I should... I should... I have... <laughs> when I told someone I like whiskey and we do whiskey podcasts and... You know, stuff like that. And then they got me a gift just out of the blue. Of it, it was a baggie of stuff. They got me two tumblers with my name on it. I was like, oh, that's really nice. And then a bottle of Jack. <laughs> like, Sick. Like, oh, here you can enjoy your Jack on the rocks. <laughs> nice. Oh, so nice of them. But I think the only other Jack that we may have had on the podcast was... I have like a heritage edition that's like forty three percent alcohol. Mm. Didn't we have my single barrel too? You, okay, yep, yeah. that is right. I so, did. I should have brought that. I had a a single. Well, not that, but I had a single barrel rye. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't the cask strength. It was just the normal single barrel rye. Right. Yeah. So. Um. So I guess continuing your trip then, being. Uh. So basically. F- to start from the beginning, we drove into Kentucky. We were staying in Frankfurt, um, which is the home of Buffalo Trace. Mm-hmm. We were literally across the street from Buffalo Trace. So we could we would get up in the morning, drive to Buffalo Trace, wait in line, and then get our allotment for the day. Thankfully, they didn't have any repeats. For the allocated uh, stuff that came out. Right. So we were able to get Weller Antique one day, uh, Eagle Rare, uh, Blanton's, and uh, E.H. Taylor. E.H. Taylor. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Very nice. Yeah. So when you, when, when you booked these... Is this only available to people that book these kinds of things? Or is this only available to people that come to the... And it's available to anyone who comes to the, the, the distillery that day. Uh, anybody who comes to the distillery. This is like yeah. a gift store. This yeah, it's, a, so it's the gift shop, it's basically. A, yeah. So it's the gift shop opens um, at like 9, yep. I think, and people get there at like 7 o'clock, mm-hmm. and they wait. They wait, yeah. And that's what we did. Sure. Well, you got you got the goods. I, I mean, mean it, yeah. Be real. You're on vacation. Yep. That's what so you're here to do. We also got, um, I think we came back with like 
10 or 12 bottles of Buffalo Trace. <laughs> Fair enough. And we were buying like two bottles a day. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I, mean, um, I, I see them more often in stores, but they're they're never like cheap. No. Anymore. They're like, always like 40 bucks or more. Yeah. Buffalo Traces? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I see them. They're around. But yeah, no, but people kind of know like it's not. It's not a forty dollar whiskey. Yeah, they they pass it up. Yeah. So I um I was telling Zach a little bit about this, but I am looking for like uh, bookers and stuff for um, Lauren, mm-hmm. who's in Fargo, Rachel's brother. Um, Should have brought a bottle of bookers. <laughs> I have three of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got a lot of stuff you can browse. Oh, okay. We got plenty of time later. Yep. Um, that's gonna have to be a. a show at my house that would mm. make it a lot easier oh, yes. mm. no let's do well you will do that for sure um but uh <laughs> but he's you know got buffalo trace of plenty over in fargo actually yeah and even uh blanton's apparently too cool so he was not able to find like any jim beam products like some of the rare stuff like bookers or even bakers sure so like well i could find that pretty easily here so essentially we traded goods and services and i got a you know, a Booker's batch from this year for him to trade. And he's got like Blanton's. Um, and he actually ended up picking up some Weller from myself when he was in Ohio. Nice. Oh, nice. So, Ohio's a good place to go because they are all state run liquor stores and nice. they have to sell it at MSRP. Really? Yep. Um, it's a control state. So he bought them for like a little bit more than I originally knew. I think he bought it for like it was like a hundred bucks or something. He bought a one oh seven four. Under the table purchase. Well, I think it was at a regular store, but okay. I don't know. In Ohio? That's what he said. But he's chopping it up so that he makes you feel better. Like, hey, I sacrificed. Sacrificed. <laughs> <laughs> but so you you know, you went to Buffalo Trace and Yeah, so Buffalo did your stuff. Buffalo Trace. So we went to Buffalo Trace every morning. Um had a tour at Buffalo Trace. That's gotta be good. That was awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was super cool. Um, the first of all, all of our tour guides were awesome, super cool, and the lady we had for Buffalo Trace actually she does this like part time. Mm-hmm. Um, only does it on the weekends, and we got to walk around the whole campus of Buffalo Trace. Um, got to go into the Blanton's bottling facility yeah that's cool the actual warehouse uh that was super cool so yeah like they're empty blends glasses yep did, did you get like to see those in like a giant array yeah of like i imagine that look that's probably like looking like a chandelier or something with how you know dodecahedronal they are yeah there how was the a life could filter through all those angled glass a lot of them were in boxes okay okay so they like had big yeah. box towers yeah, that stacked will, up thinking about this now that would be my dream is to make a chandelier <laughs> out of blends glasses that we, would be amazing we were at a restaurant yesterday brooklyn and i um at um was it nine nine one eight something eight yeah it's pub eight i'm pretty sure it's eight, eight one nine. nine yep and they had a chandelier of makers mark private select or no makers mark uh bottles mm-hmm. that's cool it was kind of cool and yeah. they filled it up with you know some sort of Liquid. Yeah. Brown liquid. Right. So, yeah. But it was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. What else? Buffalo Trace. Um, they talked about the warehouse that got hit by the tornado. Oh, yeah. Um, 
and just how, you know, that really, those bottles that happen that were in there, um, like kind of set them apart. Right. And kind of like helped them to get more famous than they already were. Yep. Because, you know, when something interesting happens, mm-hmm. you just market it and sell it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uniqueness is is the most uh, ubiquitous adder to demand. Mm-hmm. You oh, know? yeah. Like, it, it's not quality anymore. It doesn't matter if something's a quality product. If that it's a unique, said. If it's a unique, rare product, yeah. that's worth more mm-hmm. than quality. That being said, we'll never be able to try that to verify. Yep. <laughs> no, <laughs> never. Claims. Single tier. <laughs> said. Um, the liquor boy, can we have a dump glass? I never got one. I'm not, I wasn't thinking. We, let's see, I'm just, there was a lot that happened on that Buffalo Trace store. There was, they specifically have one barrel that they basically lock in like this little prison. Mm -hmm. It's a tiny little Rick house that only fits one barrel. And it's the, their, it started with their millionth barrel. Oh, okay. And I am familiar with that. Then every subsequent million uh millionth barrel, mm-hmm. they dump that out and then they start over. Put another yeah. barrel in there and then they start over and it might age for 10 years, it might age for 5 years. It's dependent on how long it takes for them to get to that next millionth barrel. Did, did they say what they're doing with it when they're emptying it? Um, they're selling it as a Buffalo Trace single barrel. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, okay. That's kind of, that's cool. And I don't know if they're only selling it in the store, in the gift shop, or if they're shipping it out, but I think it would only be a gift shop. Probably. Um, let's see. We did get to go into the Rick house there. It is very surprising how much of the Angel Share you smell mm-hmm. in those Rick houses. Like, they are pungent. Yeah. Like, you could almost get, like, secondhand buzz. buzzed <laughs> off of the, the alcohol vapors. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Probably enters the bloodstream faster, too, because you're breathing it in. <laughs> you're just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. It was cool, though. Cool, yeah. Uh, in those Rick houses, are they... Are those all old construction Rick houses or do they just like have tons and they're all they're buried? Tons. Yeah. They have tons of them. Yeah. Um, they're actually in the process of doing a huge expansion mm-hmm. right now at Buffalo Trace. Yep. And they think they're building a whole, they're building another still. And then they're building like a bunch more Rick houses, like mm-hmm. tons of warehouses. Yeah, I suppose that. That's kind of how they have to meet with demand. They just, just can't. Like, they, and they need more space. Yeah. yeah. That's actually cool. a lot of the distilleries. Yeah. Right now. yeah, I'm sure. Wh- wh- whiskey is just awesome. It's mm-hmm. been growing and growing and growing, and people like it, and we like it. And it's probably, I don't even know when it's going to climax, but every day I see more stuff on the shelves, different kinds, names I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. I know. They're probably not good, but so, I, only, I only say that with a uh, naive tongue. Right. So give us, just give us your top things kind of in a brief, you know, because we could spend, I know, and probably should spend a whole episode on just your trip, um, but we should probably, you know, we got, taste I think, test. I think this episode, well, we need a taste test and I think we need to recap just kind of where we've all been. Mm-hmm. Um, Buffalo Trace tour, super cool. Okay. The Maker's Mark tour actually was my favorite tour. Mm-hmm. 
super cool. Grounds were immaculate. Everything was just green, beautiful. Um, all the warehouses and the actual like still house itself were just like you know stained glass and all that's that. Awesome. Yeah. They're still using the original. Um, why can't I think of what they're called? Where they hold like all their mash. Oh, the fermentation. The fermentation yep. tanks are all hundred plus year old cypress wood. Wow. And they're still using them, mm-hmm. and it smells really good mm-hmm. in there. Um, let's see. We did go to downtown Louisville. Was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, went to Rabbit Hole. It was, you know, it's newer. It's very yeah. modern, kind mm-hmm. of industrial. Um, we did go to Angel's Envy. Didn't really find much at Angel's Envy. Okay. Um, I did get a really cool flask. Nice. While I was down there. <laughs> yeah. It's a, a glass with like a leather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's got your name on it. Yeah. yeah. It's got my initials on it. That's awesome. It's super cool. And it's like metal top. Mm-hmm. It's like a metal screw top and a metal funnel, and it was just really cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, Tennessee. Nashville was really cool. Yeah. Did you get a Nashville hot chicken sandwich? Yes, I got two Nashville hot chicken sandwiches. <laughs> did you go to Dollywood? No. <laughs> no, we did not. We went to... The place that we got the hot chicken from was Hattie B's, mm-hmm. and it was... I first got the hot chicken sandwich, yep. and I was like not even hot it's pretty good like it was <laughs> it, it was like had a little bit of kick to it but yeah. it wasn't like hot hot like yeah. melt your face hot yeah and then i got the damn hot yep i think that's what it's called that hurt yeah that like hurt my soul yeah i suppose <laughs> when you're when you're running through spicy ingredients you know things can only get so spicy before it just jumps yeah to cataclysmic levels of heat you mm-hmm. know they can't they love to be like, oh, we could just add a dash of this. And it's they're like, like no. we can't. Like, if we put this in there, you're going to die. You're going to, your mouth is going to hurt. <laughs> and if, yeah. And if we don't, we're not pleasing some of the spice heads or the spice lords. So it's. It's a compromise. Yeah, it's a compromise. There, there's a, there's a gap that needs to be filled in the spicy food industry of somewhere below melt your face hot and somewhere above really hot. <laughs> I know. It was, it was really good. Even though it was really spicy, it was still very good flavor. Though. Yeah. Which was probably cool. super juicy, super greasy, super. super so I'm guessing. I'm guessing you got like cheese on there. Mm-mm. No, just nope, just pickles. straight chicken. Just that's awesome. Just, just that's chicken. Dope. Okay. It was just chicken in a bun. That's dope. It was delicious. I want that. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys got to meet. Oh yeah. Jimmy and Eddie Russell. Just correct? Jimmy Russell. Oh really? Just Jimmy? Yeah. Okay. He Eddie had left before we got there. I see. That, that was, was cool. pretty sweet. That was really he signed cool. a couple bottles. He signed a bottle and he signed a hat. Hmm. Nice. Um, that I gave to my brother. So that was pretty that's cool. pretty sweet. Yeah. It was super cool. I mean, yeah. Barry signed your baby too, right? I wish. <laughs> <Mom> baby. <laughs> that was that baby. was the coolest thing I saw when I got I got some photos and stuff. Yeah. Um. That was pretty jealous about that. Yeah. Found some other rare bottles that we haven't seen before. Um, I got, we got blade and bow. Yep. Now mm-hmm. it's pretty good. You try, you tried it. I've tried it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We'll have to try it on, on air. Um, it's very, it's pretty good. Um, got some Jim beam stuff. Like I said, I have, 
we bought two bottles of Booker's from the distillery. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad was like, oh, Booker's is great now after he tried it. So then he went out and he found two other bottles because mm-hmm. we gave one of them to my uncle. Yep. Um, have a bottle of Baker's too and a bottle of uh, Legend. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, that's a collaboration of the Japanese. Yep. But I forget what distillery. Is it Centauri? I mean, I it's either it's... Centauri or or um, the other one, Ibiki. I think it's Centauri. Yeah, it's whatever one has is partnered or owned with Jim Beam. Jim Beam so yeah. Centauri, so, I think, owns them, right? Or like partially Centauri, owns they're, them. They're yeah, they're yeah. Jim Beam Centauri. I think. Is, yeah, 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 yeah it's Beam Centauri. Yeah, so they had the master distiller, and or. It was the two master blenders or something of each? Yeah, it was two master blenders, and they made this whiskey, and it was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I've seen it. I have not tried it, but... No. Before we move um, on to the next story, should we pour the next glass? I think yes. we should. What, well, what are we I'm doing? Vote, are we doing? I'm a uh, vote. Maker's Mark. Yeah, I think Maker's... Okay. What about the 1792? Because that's lower. Oh, yeah. If we're going to do that, then yes. The 1792. Which... So the Maker's Mark is actually 109 proof. Yeah, we should probably do the 1792 then. Okay. That It's in the cabinet. In the kitchen. In the kitchen. Sorry. We get it. You just leave that. <laughs> if you want to just leave that door. If the TV's off. We we told Brooklyn, he, he kind of knew that he wasn't going to be invested. We don't have enough mics for him to join. And now we're just using him as a slave. Because <laughs> I can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to get to that. It's that one. It's the one that's got the 1792s on it. Do you remember whose glass is whose? I, I'm holding mine still. Okay, that's mine then. Sweet. Oh, it's brand new. I haven't tried this one. We I gotta, bought this yeah. like four months ago, and I have not it, tried it. We're going to have to let it breathe. I'm a little excited about this. Oh, cork pop. Bring it over to the mic. Yeah, that one. It's probably easier. Nice. Figured out what was creating the interference. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> I think it's just the... The, either the the cord or it's the direction of the microphone. Interesting. So like I'll have like a half ounce. Just we'll do tidbits from here. That's good. Thank you. Yeah, I have no idea what this will compare to. I have not had this one. I've heard somewhat mixed things. My glass smells weird after that Jim Beam. Or not Jim Beam. Jack Daniels. Jack, Jack Daniels. Jack. Same difference. Different. Mm. I found this one in Prior Lake. Thank you. I found that 1792 does have a pretty distinct smell to it. I think a lot of their yeah, products smell bit. very mm, syrupy and very oaky. Well, of course, it's, of course, it smells oaky, but you know what I mean. Like it's it's like a wood grain syrup. Yeah, I mean, so we we've had the full proof. We've had the well, we had that whole episode where we did the the seventeen ninety two, the battle of the seventeen ninety two. Yep, and I think it had everything except for this one, which this is a new edition. So mm-hmm. you want to throw the cork back on that, Jack Daniels? Okay. I mean, it's yeah, it just smells like typical Mucho bourbon. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing is I still have not improved my nose for bourbon. Right. As far as smell. Well, the one thing we did get taught to do is the Kentucky Chew. Yeah. It's kind of fun. You just... Chew it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You literally just put it in your mouth and move, you're just like... Move it around. Just go crazy. 
Mm. That's pretty nice. It tastes like raspberries. Like super citrusy fruit. I can tell it's older than like some of the other stuff we've mm. had as far as mm-hmm. 1792 products. Definitely. It's to me it tastes highly acidic, not very smooth. It does. Which is fine, but which yeah, that that's a nice it contradicts the traditional bourbon, which is kind of usually smooth. I think it's still you know, it's slightly higher than what you would expect twelve years yeah. to be. Um as the small batches, the small batches higher than I would say normal bourbon as far as entry into their brand. Mm-hmm. Um so keeping in that, it is it is definitely hotter. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think you, what can you see off there? Can you read that, Carter? Is it like forty seven point something? Perhaps. Otherwise, I can just Google. It's like forty eight. Forty eight. Okay. So I think that's similar to the small batch. Not exactly. Probably the same mm-hmm. per, uh, percentage. But yeah, the twelve year. Uh, found one bottle of it it was like 70 dollars a little higher than msr but mm-hmm. uh, i had not seen it before right so. you gotta have it yep it is plenty enjoyable this would be better if we let it breathe a little more because yeah we freshly opened it and we're drinking it like right away but it is good though yeah this is better than the uh the sweet wheat in my opinion yeah and the they did have another sweet the, wheat and there. the full proof Well, so um, shall I say a few words, or yeah, say, say your history. What's okay. what's been going on for a year? So it's been a while, you know. Um, been a while. It's been a while. I. What have you been up to, Dylan? I've been up to a lot of things. <laughs> you know, I think back. Uh, we've we've been trying to get back together for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a lot of stuff that happened. Yeah. Last fall. Yeah. That was kind of responsible for that. So um, that put a pause on a lot of things for a little bit. Um, And then we were going to try to get together more recently in the spring. And just kind of get set back. Then uh, we got got some motorcycles. You know, my family. Mm -hmm. We got some dual sport motorcycles. Got into that. You know, did some... The MSF course with uh, Brooklyn and uh, another friend of ours and Nick, and did that, and then uh, we went up and did a trip to Ely. So we rode bikes up to Ely, mm-hmm. and they had a lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. It was a good ride. From we rode to Duluth, uh, North Shore, then up to Ely. That was fun. A little cold, rainy, but it was good. And uh, then we were going off on a trail and. The first day was um, not too good, <laughs> <laughs> so I I ended up breaking my leg and around the ankle. Swool exploded his ankle. Yeah, a couple different places, a couple different spots, and my foot did a hundred and eighty degree turn. Yep. And yeah, uh, he, so he jumped off this ramp about yeah. 50 feet above the ground That's and sick. he did a, a double front flip in the air and, and then did a Superman right, well, a heel he, clicker. Yeah, well, the problem was he, he landed it perfectly <laughs> and then he turned around and just lost all sense lost of direction. It. So then he, re- he ran into a tree. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wrapped uh, his leg around wrapped a tree. Wrapped his leg around a tree. 
That's that's exactly what happened. So I was going. I was essentially what happened was I was going pretty slow and lost control of the front end. I think I, you know, when it was it was you know swerving left and right, my foot fell off the peg and I think I ran it over, and then I, that was like the torque or the pressure needed to break the bones and then it twisted like 180 degrees. Um, and then I got airlifted to Duluth cause they saw, thought that I needed surgery on the foot. So they fl- flown me to Duluth and had some x-rays mm-hmm. and they set it. And then later I had to get surgery about a week and a half after that. And, uh, that was like June, early June. And now it's End August, of July. August, almost August, July yep. 30th. I got two more days. So, and, uh. Get my next checkup Tuesday, see if I can start putting weights on it. But, uh, yeah, I've been essentially just kind of sitting, doing stuff. So, yeah, not super active, but I went, you know, I've been going back to work a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, But, uh, starting to get back to the routine, Mm -hmm. the real life to be had, which Mm -hmm. is going to work, coming home, and hating your life. (laughs) Welcome back. Still going to keep the bike. (laughs) Yeah, still keep the bike. I'm not going to get rid of it. But, I was telling my, my boss what happened and he was as soon as i told him yeah my friend broke his leg on his bike and i was like did he did he take his foot off the peg and then i'm like well it slipped off like yeah it came off the peg and he's like yeah then you're gonna break your foot i'm like well he's riding a tw you know 200 he's like yeah. oh yeah those pegs are tiny <laughs> <laughs> yep. he already knew he was like and I, this is a guy who he's never motorcycled ever <laughs> but but he knows, knows about tws because i mean this guy's been around the block but I thought that was funny that he that he is. was like, oh yeah, was, that that makes sense, perfect sense, no wonder. Yep. No, it was uh, quite a painful experience. It wasn't as actually, it wasn't as bad as I was expecting. It was kind of I was expecting to get worse. Yeah. But your adrenaline kicks in pretty quick. Yep. And it was it was like forty minutes for the you know the EMTs to show up, and then it was like a forty minute plane ride. Yeah. And. Uh, they gave me some good stuff and it sedated me to set the bone, so that was good. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, good stuff. So I kind of been up to pretty much that. It's been essentially just a month of, well, over a month of just being home mm-hmm. and having people get me stuff. <laughs> so it's making, been pretty making dismal. Making everyone else your slave. Yep, my slave. Yep. Service me some. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the meantime, I've been just kind of. You know, watching TV, keeping up with the whiskey, the Kardashians. whiskey vault. Yep. Yeah. Let's go. Keeping up with the whiskey vault and their Patreon. Um, I've moved up uh, a tier or two. Nice. In the last few days. Nice. I was on the the entry um, because all of their other, you know, groups were completely booked up. But I moved up to the seven dollar one, and then I just looked today and I moved up to the twenty dollar one because it had one opening. So that's pretty cool because. You know, that'll get me a chance of getting some other stuff before it goes to the other tier members. Yeah. Um, I did actually buy. They're waiting to come here. I, well, I, I do have um, a new Texas whiskey festival that I got. So that's number four. Excellent. That we'll probably end up trying at some point. And then I ordered a whiskey that will be shipped. It's going to be their house whiskey. It's a weeded bourbon. Um, called Sloppy Poncho. <laughs> nice. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Pretty sweet. It's distilled by Texas Distillery. Um, 
And then I just bought yesterday a distilled spirit specialty that is produced from mead and muscat wine. Interesting. Weird. Called Assassin's Meat. Yeah. Assassin's Meat. <laughs> that just hit me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got a very clever logo. Yep. As you can probably imagine assume. what it's going to look like. Yep. <laughs> um, 375s. They, there's only 177 that they're selling online. Okay. So very small run. Yeah. Um, and this will probably be the last one they do for quite a long time. I guess they are kind of thinking about doing mead themselves, making sure. it, but they can't find any source. Yeah. So hmm. this will probably be... Well, I mean, honey is just hard to get. Oh, and it's super expensive. Yeah, it's yeah. super expensive. But uh, they, a lot of people say that this is the best thing that they've made up to this point. Wow. So, um, and I you know we were big fans of the single mom malt of magnificence. Mm-hmm. Single mom malt. Yep. Mom. So we were a fan of that. So... If it is truly better, I'm looking forward to it. Yep. And it'll be a very interesting review uh, at some point when we have it. It'll probably be a couple weeks. But, uh, yep. yeah, so that's kind of all I've been doing is just TV and mm. gloating. Gloating. <laughs> Telling. Commanding. Yelling. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. Um, but not much drinking, actually. I haven't. Yeah. Actually, in this, you know, that since... Uh, you know, summer, I haven't really been drinking anything yeah, because well, I've been on medication. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. yeah meds, and, and well, we talked about this before, but like drinking in the summer, you don't, we usually don't go for bourbons. Like, we seasonally switch our, our palate to what we wanted, you know, re- re- more slightly refreshing things. And when it comes to whiskey, whiskey's a pretty heavy thing to drink. So if you're going to be drinking whiskey on a hot day, it's going to be something really light, like a scotch or maybe a japanese whiskey but which is interesting because i feel like that's that's kind of you know counterintuitive for most people's uh preference yeah but yeah because like scotch is considered like a snowy cold dram yeah like but but i see what you mean because you're talking yeah. about like the you know like the space sides and stuff yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and I, yeah scotch is so such a giant general mm. term i'm just saying that because yeah that's yeah i don't i'm saying that because i don't drink bourbons in the summer as much um I always, I just drink my like I brought a Glen Farkless. I drink that. I'll go buy some. Yeah, mainly space sides. Lots of Glens. I go mm-hmm. through Glens in the summer. They're, they're nutty and they're easy to to sip on. So I can I can tell my ten month history if we go to the next one. Should we do that? Yeah, sure. Um, final thoughts on the, the seventeen ninety two. Yeah. I think it's good. It's been a long time since I've had the other products. Because uh, I haven't had a seventeen ninety two since we did the the blind, um, and I finished the small batch that I brought. I did have a uh, seventeen ninety two barrel proof at a whiskey bar one time. I think I might still take up the full proof over this. Yeah, it kind of be my preference. Yeah, but this one it wasn't the full proof brand. It was a barrel proof version. In a special. Oh really? Yeah, it was. It, that's why I was. I had it is because I asked. I asked for Elijah Craig <laughs> barrel proof, and the guy's like, "Oh, we don't have that." I'm like, "Okay, well, what else do you have?" He's like, "Well, we have a 1792 barrel proof." I was like, "What?" He's like, "Show it to me." I just, it's just 1792 barrel proof. Like, okay. It said barrel proof. Yeah, it said barrel proof on it. What was it. the proof on it? 125. It was, yeah, it was 120 on the dot. So it made, was a 1792. Yeah. Yep. So, 
Hmm. I tried that. I'm not aware of that. Because he was like, yeah, it's like pretty much the same. It's not the same. <laughs> not the same at all. <laughs> uh, and it was fine. It was it was all right. Yeah, try and find it because yeah, I'm it's, curious. It was it was good. Not good enough to take over an Elijah Craig, but well, that's the other thing I've noticed is like the price on the Bookers mm-hmm. and the Elijah Craigs have all jumped ten, fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, twenty dollars maybe even for Bookers. Yeah, well, Bookers now is probably around 90 bucks yeah which that's hard pressed yeah you know for me we're in we're in whiskeyflation right now i was watching a video about inflation yesterday from the wall street journal and i was like i'm getting sucked into news fake news guys fake news but they they did a little a funny little montage of they had graphics the graphics the graphics were were so accurate (laughs) but no they well, the funny thing about the video was the the montage the clip did of all the kinds of inflations. So there's you know meatflation, houseflation, loanflation. <laughs> they just kept putting the words fake words. Yeah, they're, they're putting they're the word flation on the end of everything. So that was the best part. Was he just they did a little montage of everything that the news stations have said. So Gasflation, meatflation. That was the best one. That's so bad. Yep. <laughs> well, so I only find the foolproof still. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm, I'm telling you, this this is a real thing. It was a 1792 brand. I am, yes. Or was it like a bottling of a 1792? Well, it looked. I'm, I'm just saying it looked like that bottle, but it, but it said, but it said but, barrel proof on it. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, he looks that up. I guess we'll continue yep. our thought about. Yep. Liquor boy. It, it does seem like everything's getting brought up oh there's, there's no signal in here you have to be on the, <laughs> yeah. be on the wi-fi you can use my phone if you want i, I think no i i i, I would have, i should i did not remember the password okay we are moving to midwinter that's good midwinter's <laughs> night's tram of which i'm not sure of the act nor the scene it is act nine scene six all right pretty sure so this is last year's at this point i believe because this year's would be the fall release. Yeah, this is last year's. Okay. So, way back in the day, Carter and I had the 2019 release of this. Was it 2019? Or was it 2020? It was probably 2020, actually. Twin- hmm. It would have been 2020. And just uh, a glass of whiskey sitting there. <laughs> and we all agreed that it was amazing. It was so good. Yeah. It was very good. Even Zach, who historically has not been super favorable towards the um sweeter side of things or or just the brand that this is associated which true uh, for some reason i can't think of the name high west high west he has not been historically a fan of high west nope this was one of our favorites Mm -hmm. but apparently this may not be as good as the other ones in the past is it okay if i make a comment that's totally fine no this is better than the jack daniels Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank for your you. Input. Thank you, Liquor wow. Boy. I'll put that in the notes. I'll, I'll send that to High West. Yeah. <laughs> we need a we need a stenographer here to just yeah. like Have you read like comments that whiskey I'm like no. I'm on Total Wine and I'll look at the reviews. Oh, those and, are funny. You know, and it's like people trying to yeah. give their best their best effort yeah. at being a a uh sommelier. And they're just they're, they'll be like, it's sweet with lots of heat. And I love the oakiness, 
better than Jack Daniels. <laughs> five out of five. Five out of five. It's like so. It's like this could not be any better at all. If it's better than Jack Daniels, it has <laughs> to be the best thing in the world. It's a five That's out of true. Five. That is true. Yeah. Did you did you find? Um, I I did not find okay. it. I could not. And now I'm doubting my my. Well, I know it was that bottle, so maybe my vision was so blurred <laughs> that it was full proof. And he's like, "Yeah, this is a barrel proof." Yeah. And I just and I'm like, "Yeah, that that is yeah, dude. <laughs> it's totally barrel. That's totally wicked. Yep. <laughs> this smells amazing. It smells As really usual. really good. Mmm, mmm. I like it. Mmm. Man, this nails a lot of notes. Holy moly. I will say, I didn't like this when I first opened it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's, it's breathing. It's mm-hmm. breathened. It has been breathed. Yep. It's, been it's, breath. it's so dark cherry, rye spice, wheat, wheat grain flavor. Yeah. But smooth. Yeah. And it's, it's so good. It's so good. How do they do that? Magic. Magic. It's that finishing. They do a little incantation on the I think the they glass. just have like Yeah, fairy godmothers just mm-hmm. like it whenever I find one uh, uh a store pick that's a finished series for High West. For High West, I you usually just have to pick it up because you know it's gonna be good. Yeah. yeah. Is this a port finish? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was just, I can taste the wine. Yeah. I can actually of all port finishes I've had, this one is the most predominant. It's grapey. Yeah. Grapey. Well and also the it's the vapor. The really? va- it's it when it's in your mouth, it feels like wine. It's weird. Yeah, hmm. like it's kind of more that. like thick. Yeah, well, yeah, it's got that. You see, like when you have like a really saturated wine, where it's like the bottom of the glass, and sometimes it has a little bit of grain. Yeah, it's like, got it's, sediment. It's got sediment. Yep, and then how the sediment will kind of attach to your mouth. Gotcha. And you can taste the grape. Like, yeah, this has that. Mm-hmm. I think it's exactly that. But somehow without the sediment. Yeah, without the sediment, it's just the vapors. It's really awesome. No, they're really good. Um, this is as good as I remember the other one being. Yeah. So without comparing them side by side, this is still amazing. Yep. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think we can anymore. <laughs> I still have one. That's true. I was I was uh, going to bring it to possibly uh, Seth and Madeline's like after thing. Don't yeah. be tempted to open it. Mm-hmm. Don't open it for nobody. It'll be gone. It'll be gone. <laughs> Especially oh, yeah. if you open it there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not the time to. That's not the time to give it away. But the time. That's is, the it, time. That would be a great gesture for, for a wedding, light beer. <laughs> no, no, not at the wedding. No, I know. I'm saying the after party is still at the time for yeah. light beer yeah. and crap whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I forgot. I was gonna. I was gonna give my little ten month past. Um, I so what what kind of happened in the spring? Dylan was mentioning a little a hang up in the spring, and we all were just busy. We we kind of two of us got new jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, we just kind of yep. we we all used to work at the same place. That's, we we mentioned that before. We had a gay old time at the roastery, and we two of us got different jobs. And so, so and that was you were in late winter, late winter, right? February, February, yep. And I was in mid spring, early spring. Hmm. And that just kind of took up a lot of our time, so that's that's that was that was my hang up for not being able to do this podcast. Yeah. But besides that, not a whole lot has happened. My my uh, niece has you know I spent a lot of time with my niece. That also takes up a predominant. That's 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 like ten hours a week. Ten hours. Wow. You know, I mean, you see, I see her 
at least once or twice a week for at least three or four hours. So she's the best. And then, yeah, that's, that's been my life. That's pretty, that's, that's what you're doing. That's what I've been doing. And then I've been, uh, trying to think of, I've been drinking a lot more sake. Honestly, just because, oh, really? yeah, when I'm at the store and I see the sake, or not just sake, but also like plum wine, just other wines. I've been drinking, I don't drink traditional wine. <laughs> I always get the offshoots. He gets the weird stuff. Yeah, I'm like, mm, a Cabernet? Nah. Yeah. I'm going to take this plum, plum wine for wine. seven bucks. <laughs> it's dirt cheap. Oh. Uh, but it's really good. I would love like, some plum wine. It's like, super it's good. It's actually really good. It's amazing. You ever had soju? Yeah. Soju's bomb. Oh, no, so- wait. Did you have it with me? No, I, well, I had, no, but I had it was Sebastian's, right? No, that was sake. That was just sake? That okay. was bad no. sake. The no, I haven't had soju. I thought that was soju. No, that was... Uh, maybe it was... So- no, I don't think it was soju. Because soju okay. is usually kind of like fizzy. No, yeah, I hadn't had it yet. It's good. That all sounds amazing. Oh, that's the Korean one. That's the right? Korean one. Yes. That's the okay. stuff that me, you, and Nick had, I think. Uh, No, I wasn't there. Oh, no. No, I haven't. I can say definitely, definitively I haven't had this, only because I've wanted to have it for so long. It's good. But there's only one Korean restaurant around me that has that does that, so. It's weird. Yeah. It'll mess you up. When I see quick. it on, I'll see it on food shows and stuff on Netflix, and I'm like, I want that so bad. It's in, like, the green bottles. Yeah. And then yeah. Yeah. Every, everybody says you have to open it a specific way so that it's, like, if you do it, then it will, like, vortex, and mm. then it will stir it up mm. as you're, like, opening it. It's weird. What? There's, like, a special way that, like, Korean people say that you're supposed to open it. I gotta see that. Yeah, it's crazy. Cool. It is cool. So I just, I'm just realizing now um, that it's been so long. We have, with the inclusion of one episode that i had not yet posted in this episode there is seven more episodes left before the 50th and um i think we should start figuring out something something special something a little special not not Mm -hmm. super complicated maybe yeah but just something a little bit the boys significant whiskey house pub house goes to scotland (laughs) (laughs) let's just drop a few thousand dollars and we'll just go to scotland easy peasy easy dylan will hobble around Mm mm-hmm but I would hobble around. That's my life. You know, uh, there there has been discussion about um, it, it would be really cool to go to Scotland, rent boop, boop. Triumph motorcycles, <laughs> and then tour. Yeah. That would be dope. Yeah. In kilts. In kilts? In kilts. Ah, oh, so you get the nice breeze Do, while you're on yeah, your I motorcycle. I have a question. Do modern kilts have, like, you know. Only quitters. No, uh, they don't have linings. No linings. No sort of spandex no. underwear underneath. No, I think you, you can wear underwear. It. Sure, well, of course. Yeah. But I mean, like that's that's still just straight underwear onto the the seat of a bike. You know. Yeah. Like that just. It's just seem, a skirt. Yeah. It's just a man skirt. Yeah. You got hair. <laughs> it's like we don't know. It's not, it's yeah. not like it's just skin to skin. Yeah. No, yeah, but worse. then it starts to pull because they had it pulls and then it and then it makes things bad. <laughs> it chafes. <laughs> Bad this happens. Yeah. That, that's uh, what I would want to do. That yeah, would be no, that, awesome. No, that, that's a good vibe. Not for a 50th yeah. episode. That, that that's, isn't, like that's an aesthetic that I think a lot of people would like. I yeah. almost bought a kilt a couple times. Yeah. You know, well, you know... Um, we, at the kilt store at the mall. In the Mall of America? Yeah, there's a kilt store. Oh. Why are we not there right now? And they'll do it. They'll do the coloration yeah. by your family. If you, have, if you have a crest or if you want to... Well, most people usually have a crest. Yeah. I most, mean, I have a crest. Most people have yeah, a most, crest. Most Europeans have a crest, guys. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on. Yep. I don't think I have a crest. No, I think it's just every family that's been able to like maintain uh, their, their level of pride, you know? Like, oh, we've had, like, a successful person every generation. 
And then there's the rest of us who had a bunch of like screw ups. <laughs> and then they, they, we want to forget about our family. And then we're the descendants of them. It seems like something people without hobbies would do back in the very old and mm-hmm. olden days. It's like, I we mean, need a crest. Yeah, there's plenty of reason to have a crest. You could have a hunting crest. You could, you know, or I, I should say your crest can symbolize any facet of life. You know, like for you, your your crest could just be like Mike and whiskey. You know, you got a Glen Karen right on the smack dab in the center. <laughs> that's the Thompson family crest. I found your crest. Well, that's the thing is like the Thompson families aren't actually Thompson. It's an adopted. <laughs> yeah, we changed our name <laughs> way back. Yep. Well, I mean, every family's done that. The way they combined uh, and the way that yeah. the the U.S. changed them and for immigration. Oh, this island baby. Yep. Such a good time. Yeah. Such a friendly place. Well, so the midwinters, um, as really, usual. Yeah, it's really, really good. And yeah, I regret not I regret not buying the first one. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, it's high west. I just I did I haven't liked them. It's a hundred it was nine it was ninety. It was ninety bucks then. Or was it eighty? I don't remember. It was, it was like ninety or hundred. Yeah, it was I think it was ninety. How much I, did you get this one for? One twenty? It's still worth it. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, it's really good. So anyway, the first time I saw it, I'm like, yeah, 90. I don't like High West. This would not be a good decision. What a dummy. Hindsight's 2020, baby. Why would I ever do that? Silly true. Me. I've never seen it in a store ever since. Personally. It's a hitter. It's a nice... It's, it's hits. Nice. It's did hits. You, did you know that the surname Thompson is Scottish? No way. Wow. I, I say no way because in, my sister just did a... Uh, a test the 23 and me oh yeah we are zero percent scottish <laughs> <laughs> okay now now the, the age-old question how much like are you guys japanese yeah we're we're at like eight percent sick yeah, we are we are eight percent japanese yeah <laughs> and then we're yeah, we're mostly it, are you, you know mostly it has a, it, it's norwegian it's no we're like 10 to 15 percent norwegian it's what all area? northwestern europe okay, it's french europe. germany and belgium just boom that makes sense we got the assaulters and the quitters <laughs> combined into one i'm sorry my bad the super indecisive super groups. indecisive groups and that's where and we, then the one like, and then and then <laughs> one guy from the that east that one guy you know that one guy no Okay, and more bourbon. Really more bourbon. But he's gone. I can do it. A thimble left, and I'm not dumping it. We'll wait then. Yeah, I think that this water has a nice oaky yeah. afterwards. So, what are the releases of of midwit midwinters? Is that fall, a, spring, or just once, fall? I think it's fall. Um, once a year, and fall. The deal with it is, it used to entirely be sourced, right? From, I'm. This is just off my head. I think it was MGP. You know, old rye finished in um some sort of wine i forget mm-hmm. i think it was always port Is it always port i think it's usually always port but then it had some sort of french was it french was it madeira casks no no anyways so it's it's every year they have slowly started bleeding out the sourced old rye and started putting in the, their own make right um and it's been suggested that it you know each year is not as good as the previous mm-hmm. is what the um consensus consensus is. is uh 
but at some point you, we might have reached it already. We might pass it at some point, you know, obviously it's going to start becoming older. Yep. And if that idea is to be believed, um, it'll start getting better. Yep. You know, comparing these two, I think that the quality is still the same. At yep. least it's not drastically different to decide not to purchase one of these. Mm-hmm. It's, completely justified i think if, you, if you're a fan of high west in any way or if you tried these or if it's if, if finishing is your thing and you like port i think it's a winner so yeah, this, kind of this is thought. the most the most dominant finishing effect of most well, really any whiskey yeah. i've had and i think that's their that is their that's like their trait their signature yeah is to me their finishing series that they do for the store picks or something We've had, uh, or at least I've purchased a peated bourbon mm-hmm. or a bourbon that's been finished in peat barrels. Um, we had a rye that was finished in a white wine, and I think I I have another one that is finished in a dessert wine. Mm-hmm. That I don't know if we've tried all of those, but every one of them has just been an excellent exploratory whiskey if not just fantastic to sip on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Very true. Which one is our vote? Makers is next. Makers? Okay. Liquor boy! Please. Whiskey, More. please. Makers mark, please. Makers mark, please. So this makers mark is a little different. Oh, it's so tantalizing. It's a little... That's my word. A little funky. Mm-hmm. So is this one... So this is... I can see it's a little, you know, I can kind of see the label on it if you want to explain. So we got a private select. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the... This is the story of a girl. And she <laughs> cried a river and it drowned the whole world. That's enough. Thank you, my good sir. If we just looked at photographs, absolutely, absolutely love her. Her. When she Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Uh, how so, many years in the day? <laughs> <laughs> um, a little bit more. You dripped it right on his phone. That's good. <laughs> oh, you did. Just flip it's it right. on the towel. It's a good thing Just that alcohol is evaporative. Evaporative, yeah. Um, it's waterproof. Don't blow it towards the charging port. <laughs> <laughs> throw it on my bed. There is still water in throw, there. Throw it on my bed. It'll the bed will soak up there. <laughs> um. So this is a play on their Maker's Mark. 46 mm-hmm. so this is the private select and there was three private selects when we went to the distillery that they were only so purchases at the distillery yes okay we purchased this and two other bottles at the distillery of different of different varieties varieties okay so this one is the panacotta and i'm not exactly I think they were going for more of like a sweeter uh, kind of note on this one. And my dad picked up the chocolate truffle one. Kind of weird. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the cool thing about these is that, and the whole thing with the whole 46 uh, line is when the one of the owners of Maker's Mark passed it down to his son. His son was like, 
well, I'm not going to break tradition. And I'm going to keep it, you know, pretty much the same. But I want to try something new. Mm-hmm. So basically what he did is he took their juice. He took their maker's mark. Yep. Normal maker's mark. And they were doing these trial runs with all these staves. And what they would do is they would take 10 staves and they would put them in the barrel. They'd age them for another nine weeks after they originally aged them. And they basically came to find that Stave 46, Stave Profile 46, was their favorite. And gave them the most consistent... Consistent. Consistent. Yep. Um, Consistency. Flavor. And that's where they got Makers 46. Right, okay. And this is their... Basically, they just take a bunch of these staves and they put them all together. And they do the same process nine weeks after it's fully matured. They put it in the barrel for nine, another barrel for nine weeks, finish it with these staves to get these specific profiles that they would like. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And this is the same line that you can take and go to Maker's Mark and do your own store select. Um, Do your own choice. Yeah, be be the ambassador. Okay. Yeah. So that's actually, it's cool because it's a free program and it's, I think, six to ten years or something like that you either fill the barrel and then you it sits and matures and then (laughs) (laughs) um and then once you (laughs) once it's fully matured you explode (laughs) then you go back, they call you, and they're like, your barrel is ready to be bottled. And you go back, and you bottle your own bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, not 100% sure if it's... Because I'm pretty sure once you go bottle it, you have to purchase the bottles that right. you... Um, which I guess for a free program, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, it's not free when you bottle it. Yeah, it's not free. What a scam. <laughs> I mean, what a scam. European with this. Yeah, I'm investing. I want to invest zero dollars and then have have a have a return of all of the whiskey. I want all the whiskey for zero dollars. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty cool program, and uh, this is a free program. So that can be anyone or only liquor stores. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So of course you have to be in the vicinity to then go get no your bottles. That they'll ship it to you. Oh, you have to go there. Yeah, pay for shipping. Yeah, yeah, and then you'd have to like if we did it, you'd have to go through a um, liquor store, obviously. Right. Because the three, for the, for the three-tiered program. What? The three-tiered program that a lot of the states have. You have your producer, shipper, retail store. So they would have to sell it to... It would have to go through a liquor store. Here. Here. To buy it. Because we couldn't get... They couldn't sell it to us directly, and we could be like selling out of a garage. We would have to get this sent to a liquor store... And then people could buy it from the liquor store. I guess. Um, as an example. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, was, it smells phenomenal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A little strong scent there. It's extremely sweet. Extremely sugary. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I have not liked um, almost any... Maker's Mark product. Maker's Mark. I've wanted to like weeded bourbons. Yeah. Because... I, I appreciate you know, Weller 107 and stuff. And obviously that is 
unobtainium, essentially. Um, but however, the Maker's Mark series is readily available, and it's it's all there. You know, I just don't think it's mainly my palette. But however, this one, I am favoring this one a lot more than uh, once past. Yeah, this is extreme. Well, I just had it. I just tasted it. This is so good. This is easily the best Maker's Mark I've ever had. I would agree because I really liked. Well, I shouldn't say I I, I enjoyed their um, well the forty six, mm-hmm. but the forty six. Um, what was there? The cast strength. Yeah. yeah. That was that that was a good attempt. That was a good. It was definitely a little young tasting. I don't remember how old it was exactly, but it definitely didn't taste like it it needed a little more age to it to be good. And then this tastes sweeter than that, smoother than that, more aged than that, and it smells. You could just tell from the smell. This Mm -hmm. this would be phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's super pleasant and floral. Like a it's like a daisy. Because of how light it is, um, this is very high on my my list. Yeah, this is super super good. The only problem is that this that, and this is the thing is you're not going to run into the consistency all over across the board with these because of the variety that they allow you to do with the yep. Steve and that program. Yeah, yeah. It well, and then the thing with the private select is that a lot of the liquor stores do have their own right private select program that they do go through maker's mark mm-hmm. and you know who knows what's dave profile yeah. i get and choose. that's probably what i was referring to i guess when i was um saying about the three-tiered system and, and, and having it sent to that so we might not have been communicating about the same thing yeah so that um so that, this is that's different okay yep so the the one that i was talking about is that it's like they i think they usually just like sell it to you on their like premises like the gift store okay and it's not through a liquor store. Mm-hmm. I just had. I'm a little concerned that this one being after the port. I I am getting a lot of port flavors from it from that midwinters. Um, I mean, I'm not. You're not okay. I don't get any wine taste to it. Okay. I do. The one knock I'll give this is this does not have a good finish. No. I should say. Well, I should say it doesn't have a good finish. It doesn't have a finish. It's, it's like it's there like it's an, ex- and then gone. it's an ex- yeah it's like it starts really potent right and flavorful right and it maintains that throughout the chew and then as soon as you swallow it it all immediately evaporates and is gone I, I see what you're saying I would say yeah I would say it's okay it's yeah. not it's not bad by no, any means no it's just it it's it, so much initial sweetness that yeah it leaves the tail end kind of dry um, yeah. not not dry being as a description but um not as potent as the beginning yeah, yeah. but not anywhere as a negative connotation yeah. which is good because then this is something you could like pair something with like a food item you could drink this with food and then they wouldn't mingle with each other oh, i shouldn't say this was... this wouldn't mingle with the flavor of the food you're eating we, chocolate that that uh that place we were at yesterday there was um well it, i thought it was a bourbon and then i realized it was actually a margarita it was a spicy margarita that we thought it would have been amazing with pizza. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Mm-hmm. And you could just immediately tell that this thing would have been bomb with some pizza, like, pizza and pasta. Yeah. Yeah. Like something yeah. like that. A pizza, pasta. So what do you pair with this then? A chocolate. No, I don't think it's too sweet for chocolate. Yeah. Um, but I, spaghetti. I, I can yeah. Spaghetti. I can understand it. You know, complementing sweetness with sweetness, I suppose. But um, yeah. I, would, I would say pesto chicken. 
Sounds this would good, taste good with basil and cream and chicken. Because I think the steak would overpower this drink. I think Nashville hot chicken. <laughs> I don't want to taste anything after this. I just want my taste buds to die. No. You know, I, I'm going to take a limb. It popped in my head. I think it might be good. Um, Oysters or clams? Really? Yeah. Like raw oysters and clams? No, cooked. Steamed. Cooked, okay. No. Oh. oh. I can see that. Kinda, that's well, what I'm kind of thinking. But in what, though? Because, like, very... I mean, you're talking straight, just, like, steamed mussels? Well, no. They just... They, you know, they, a little bit of lemon, a little bit of... Like in a red sauce, uh, and a, a wine, pasta. A white wine, perhaps. White wine sauce, steamed. Okay. Um, I, had, I can see that. You know, I, I forgot part of my story. This does tie into the pairing. Um, you know, we went out to... San Diego for work and went down and oh, yeah, yeah. you know did some stuff. That was kind of that was nice. But I there the big the nice thing, one of the nice meals, we had um, I had ordered stammed oysters or stammed steamed <laughs> oysters <laughs> um, with white wine and some lemon obviously yeah. and um, that's why it popped in my head because it was I think this would pair very nicely with that. With that. You, you didn't know it at the time. But you wish you had this glass next to you when eating that. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. So, what about you, Carter? Tasting. That to would go with it. Uh, pair this? Th- yeah, pair- pairing the Maker's Mark. Hmm. I can't get the Italian food out of my brain. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Salami. 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 The gabagool. <laughs> now, I honestly think it would go pretty good with uh, some chicken parmesan. Okay. Yeah. Matzo ball soup. Yep. soup. We're going to get a Reuben on rye. Yeah, I, well, yeah, the, I was, the cheese. The cheese, cheese is what would go well with this. Cheese would go with this. Yeah. A sharp cheese. Absolutely. Yeah. A summer provolone. <laughs> back, back again to the port finish of the Midwinters and influencing this. <laughs> I'm not saying that, my, you know, oh, definitely Possible. have to come back to it at some yeah. point. Maker's Mark, all we're saying is that you got to finish this this in port. That's, yeah. You know, that does bring up an interesting proposition or you know something is they have not i have not seen or know of doesn't mean it doesn't exist because it might have they're way older than i am uh, but any sort of wine finishing for a maker's mark yeah it's always wood yeah i've never seen that i think it's almost always i think it's always wood that's finish. and that's their thing and that's totally fine but brings the question is what would a port finish maker's mark we did bourbon taste like let's find Angel's out envy. <laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, I mean, Angel's, Angel's Envy being like always finished. I don't know, but it's not weeded. No, it, no, it's, it's not. not. But they do taste a little more grainy, yeah. grain forward than other bourbons. Yeah. And that's why Maker's Mark would be better than Angel's Envy if they did the port cask. Yeah. I was really hoping that when we were down there, I would find any uh... cast strength angels. Well, first of all, cast strength it's Angel's a lot Envy. Of stuff you probably wish that you could find. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Second of all, any like special release, Angels Envy, mm-hmm. um, which came back with. Have we had the Angels Envy Rye on this podcast yet? Yes. I don't know. I don't actually know. We all had it. Um, the closest I think we ever came to was it was in one of my blends when I made. Right. When um. I was trying to replicate actually Midwinters. Yep. Um, kind of, sort of. But no, I don't think as its own. Okay. Because I, you know, I, I do have one now, and it is really, really, really. Stuff's like candy. Yeah, it's like it's it's extremely candied. 
and I think it's just should. maple syrup. That's yeah, literally all it is. Yeah, we could try that one again. Now I say that because I mean I'm kind of thinking in my mind like yeah we got to try and recreate some of these things with because <laughs> that yeah. that Angels Envy Rye came out like I want to say it it released six or seven months ago. I've seen the same stock inventory in stores to this day of the same shipments. Yeah. Because you don't want to spend it. It's a it's hundred bucks. It's hundred bucks. Yep. That's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. Well, and especially when it's on the same price level as Midwinter's. Nice right. But well, which obviously it's, the, the counter argument to that is, well, obviously then Midwinter's needs to be more expensive because it's yep. not staying on the shelf. It's yep. a whole economics thing. Yep. Whereas if it's moving too quickly, the price needs to be raised. Yep. And that's, kind of its own decision you know its own argument to be made are you supporting whiskeyflation right now yes <laughs> no <laughs> i can i can understand i understand the argument that certain things could be raised um like weller that's that's the common thing i'm not saying i support that but like weller buffalo trace could raise the msrp mm-hmm. to try to encourage or dis discourage Secondary Second sale, hand, yeah, and encourage just the regular consumer, yeah. Because um, if it's a hundred, if it's using Angel's Envy, nobody's reselling that thing. Yeah, no, you know, because it's expensive. So you're not gonna buy five of them and try to sell that and resell it and make money off of it nope. because there's no money to be made. So a little off tangent on that, but well, it's in like the perfect price range then. That's could be the argument that somebody would make. However, I mean, if and if you love it, then obviously it's in the right price range. I enjoy it. However, I find it's overly sweet to in, in some circumstances for my taste. Mm-hmm. But it's, I don't think it's not it's in too the right dessert-y. price range. It's a great blending uh, whiskey. Oh, it's so it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like an old-fashioned. Yeah, right. Oh. But you got to spend. It's the most expensive blending whiskey you're ever going to get. You throw that yeah. bad boy in a Manhattan, you smoke it up. God dang it. That future episode, expensive base whiskeys and cocktails. <laughs> Those uh, cocktails were probably pretty bomb. Yep. Oh, you know they're oh, going to be good. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For I sure. recently just got a smoking kit. Yep. And. <gasps> yeah. You harlot. You harlot. Why is he harlot? I like. I don't know. Yep. There, I, I tried. Smoking? I made a margarita yep. with an expensive mezcal. Yeah, so good. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like, it if if the alcohol itself, the base alcohol is good. I mean, the cocktail it, itself can only improve. If yeah. it's a premium alcohol, yeah. and you're making a drink, it's going to be a premium drink. It's a scaled, yeah. you know, graph. It's a, it's a tiered graph. Yeah. yeah, it's perfect. Exactly. And I think that we should use yeah. it as balanced as everything should be. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're gonna. It's true. It's still yeah. true. <laughs> So we're going to leave you guys with this longing. We've explained so much how much we want to do something, and we're not going to do it right now. So tune in next time on the Whiskey House Pub House when we do something just like that. Different. Now let's hobble off and get some food. See you later, nerds. Nerds.